Welcome to this episode of Barnside Chats with, with Bob and Burns. Here's Burns. And I'm Bob. And today we're going to be talking about our fishing adventure we had yesterday on Saturday. You want to start talking about it, Burns? Sure. i tell you what. Yesterday it was a nice day out there in the Tamales Bay. And uh, we had some some good snacks and... Uh, we had a good time out there uh, fishing, fishing for sharks. As we're as we seen some bat rays actually out there too. Um, you know, it was a nice day out there. It was nice and sunny, but I tell you what, it was a sure, sure kind of a relief from coming from the inland out to the coast. I'll tell you that it was like a what? What would you say about thirty degree different, twenty thirty degree difference? Yeah, plus with the wind chill too. I mean, that changes everything. Yeah, so. Uh, but anyways, we start. We started about I don't know, late eleven, twelve o'clock, uh, ish, and uh, yeah, we we went out there. We casted. We used we used uh, some squid bait, and uh, we had some something eating the bait every once in a while. But we just didn't know exactly what it was. Um, but I mean, we just we casted and we held it out there, reeled in, and casted again a couple couple more times, and. Uh, you know, and that was pretty. That was pretty much the day. There's a lot of things in between. We'll get to that later. And also with us today on this podcast, we have our good buddy Cooper back on again. He hasn't been on for a couple last couple episodes, but he's back now. Here's Cooper. Hi, uh, thanks guys for having me. Yeah. So we want to talk as we did on one of our first conversations about fishing. You've been out to, since you've been out in Washington. You've fished in the ocean all out there. But the trout season's doing pretty good there? Well, trout season's always doing good up here. We, I've been living it out every time I've gone out, and it just seems like easy pickings where I'm going. Well, at least it's easy pickings, unlike where we went at tomorrow, eh? That's yeah. better night spot, which we'll have to try at nighttime. And when you get back to Cali, we'll bring you over there, Cooper. Oh, I'm definitely excited for it. Have you been able to wrangle a bat ray before? Or a shark? Nope. Hmm. Well, we're still trying to get Burns on his first one. Got him that new uh, Akuma riding reel for his birthday. Akuma Centara. Mm-hmm. The bait feeder edition. It's oh, nice yeah. having that dual drag system. You ever fished with a bait feeder before, Noah? Uh, nope. So what it does is you have... You have two drag systems. You have a drag on the bottom, drag on the top, your main drag on the top. And basically what you do is you set your main one to high, and then you unlock the lower drag and kind of adjust it so it's right at the edge of the tension, the current, and the wind. So that way the fish can just take it. You hear your line click. And then you don't even need to set your hook while it's, while it's running with your bait. All you need to do is you hit the crank and it engages the main drag and it sets the hard drag in. It's quite the system. Sounds uh, sounds very technical, technological for me. It is. But with the price point on Kuma Reel, it's not half bad. It, it works pretty good, Cooper. It still works fairly well. I like it. I like it. It was, uh, it was an experience, I'll tell you that. Um... Uh, that reel is really nice, especially with that dual drag setup. 
once you once you get the hang of it, it's not so bad. I mean, it, it's just a great rod and reel, especially for that situation. I haven't hooked anything yet, so I can't tell you how how it is, uh, you know, reeling something in. But it casts really nice. Well, last year we hooked a, uh, well, we had two bat rays, probably a 20 and close to a 30-pound one. And they handled them just fine. Now it's just a matter of getting you on them. Yeah, we're going to, that one yesterday was pretty big, I, I, I would admit. Yeah, there was one with, I would say probably it seemed at least a four-foot wingspan on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the distance, which I know Cooper could have brought that thing in. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, have any, I don't have any experience in that field, so you, you got to test me there. All you do is just reel it like a trout, but think of it as a 40-pound trout that likes to sink itself into the mud. Basically, you're just dragging an anchor that's, pulling against you it's fun that sounds like sort of so it's like a good fight to me mm-hmm. another thing too is once you bring them out they squeal like pigs they make noises mm-hmm. it's just no that way. it's just their air leaving their mouth uh... they sound like a pig they grunt it's fun but the one thing Matt was worried about was the stinger. But I told him you don't have to be too worried about the stinger on the bat race. Yeah, that that was the one thing I was looking at, and I was like, hmm, well, I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought the stinger was as long as a tail, and then I, I, I looked at him again, and I was like, oh, that's right. It's it's a little, it's kind of like a little stub tail thing that's underneath. It's a little spike, kind of at the base of the tail, so it can't really get you unless you like jump on it. Right. So they're not too bad. And the sharks, I mean, they're just flexible. They can reach around and bite you, but their their teeth aren't too, too big, so they can't hurt you too bad. Nothing a little blood doesn't hurt, I guess. That's at least for the leopard sharks, which we catch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll go there on a night adventure and lay into them. So you think you're going to try any ocean fishing out there, Cooper? Uh, not with the time I got left. I'm supposed to be uh, heading down to San Diego here pretty soon, so my fishing my fishing days here are numbered. After the trout scene, then yeah, you could do a little bit more kind of surf fishing there. Oh, I'm definitely gonna try and get into the get into the shore fishing out there. Do some salt water, get into it. It's warmer down in San Diego. It definitely is. I'm excited for that. Yeah, don't get too excited. It's kind of miserable here with how hot it has been. Mm-hmm. Just got to stay cool somehow. Stay in the shade, stay hydrated. With some high-quality H2O. Mm-hmm. From a glacier. The glaciers. But yeah, um, can't wait to reel in a, uh, one of the bat rays or a shark, really. Um, really, the, the most fish I've ever caught was that was those ones that we go to in that pond. At, uh, on the Dutton Ranch. On the Dutton Ranch, yeah. Catching largemouth bass. Yeah. Which, what was one of your best times there? Just how many fish you caught there, guessing? I, I caught 13. That's right. We normally do a competition around the pond and so you can catch the most fish. I remember Cooper and I had a competition. If, he was, if it was a competition on how many poles you can carry at one time, Cooper definitely wins that every time. <laughs> of course that's right cooper how many rigs do you bring down uh, i usually bring three because mm-hmm. he doesn't believe in tying knots no no he just brings more rods and reels 
One breaks, goes to the next one. That's how you gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that last time we went fishing, how many... Well, that wasn't a good time the last time we went fishing. <laughs> but your best time fishing there, um, how many would you say you caught? I'd say my best was, uh, was like 11, 12, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we went there one day with my buddy Kyle and my buddy Justin. And it was one of Justin's first times fishing. I think Kyle caught... 35 i caught 32 and justin caught 12 and that was just within the two three hour period it's just a good day sounds like it you have good days and you got bad days i wouldn't be complaining about that no one of my memories i like was when we were fishing there and i got my line caught in the reeds and it was a snag my you could see my worm was hanging out of the water but i was kind of just dipping it back and forth and cooper thought i couldn't catch anything with that and there I landed one of the biggest fish that we've seen. I don't know if you remember that. I think I, 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 I briefly remember that. That was a that was a fun experience right there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was there that day. No, that day Noah caught a lot of the largemouth he considers to be dinks, as he calls them, the little fish. I caught a lot of little fish that day. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of there. There was a lot of dinks out there. I haven't seen any in a. They probably grew. They probably got eaten, you know. The circle of life. Definite circle of life. It's a circle, not a square. You know, little corners. Or a triangle. <laughs> it's a hexagon. Octagon. I don't think. I don't know. It comes after an octagon. It's called decahedron. I thought, it, I thought it was. Oh yeah. I was gonna say pentagon, and then I was like, wait a minute, pentagon has five sides. Mm-hmm. Now we're going backwards. We're going backwards. Yep, yep, yep. Well, at least we got our geometry down. Yeah, I haven't done geometry since uh, freshman year of high school, and that's been almost eight years, nine mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't do too well in the geometry section. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> All the shapes and shit, huh? Yeah, I thought we were trying to keep this PG, Robbie. I thought this was a PG channel. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> well, we can't get way off the rails with that one. They put on a program. Well, <laughs> doing all them shapes and stuff. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd go be going on on a different tangent there if we were talking about school, but you know, anyways. It'd be on another program on the Barnside Chat. Maybe, maybe not. We'll we'll see. But yeah, I I what rod did I use when we were cast when we were catching those bass? I think John I think John got me that rod. Mm-hmm. My brother, and if you didn't know, or for you guys that don't know, I have I have a, a little brother and his name is John. Um, <clears throat> we call him the lawnmower king of Katati because that's what he is. If you've got anything small engines, lawnmowers, weed whackers, lawn, Gener- floor, have Gen- you. generators, anything that's small and is an engine, he can fix it. Or he'll take a look at it and say yes or no. That indeed. And that is the mysterious creature, which is John. <laughs> yes. Um anyways that that fishing pole's a really good one. Um I think it it might be a Shakespeare um 
No, it's a Daiwa. Take that back. It's a Daiwa. Rod and reel. It it just loves the bass. It loves the bass, especially with those worms. Cooper, what's your take on Daiwas? Um, I got a Daiwa rod, and that's all I can really tell. I got a two-piece uh, spinning rod that I use for bass fishing, and I've always I've always found it really nice. It was also a good deal. You couldn't get the price it's fifty dollars for for a carbon fiber rod, so. Oh, not a bad deal at all. I just always said it's a Shakespeare, but since we got into the steelhead game, I kind of um, upped it up a little bit. Got some heavier-duty poles, some with G. Loomis and Lamaglass. They're pricey, but they're worth the worth every penny. But they're nothing like Cooper's Fishing 13 stuff, huh? Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I swear by those reels. Those are some top-quality reels right there. If you want to get a good reel... And you got the money to spend it. That's that's where you gotta go. I think it's I think it's thirteen fishing. And you got it backwards. Oh, right, thirteen fishing. Okay. I don't I don't fish that brand. <laughs> well, I also gotta also gotta give a shout out to uh, Shimano. I got a uh, I got a Shimano Nasi two thousand on my uh, bass rod. And I also got a uh, Shimano Nasi 1000 on my on a trout rod, and I and I love those reels. Yeah, the Shimanos are on the high end scale, price point wise. Some of the models, at least. You can't go wrong for a hundred dollar reel. No, 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 you can't go wrong. I ended up switching over to Abu Garcia, made in Sweden, and that thing's great. But Matt, he's got his Daiwa and his Akuma. Oh yeah, that's all you ever need. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's my second Akuma uh, saltwater rod. And uh, I, I will admit the Akumas are are good saltwater rods. I don't know because that's what I use them for. I haven't used the ones for freshwater, but you know, I bet they work just as well. I happen to I I bought an Akuma real freshwater for steelhead. And it works good. Cold water bait caster. Mm-hmm. It's got a line counter too. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember seeing that one. Mm-hmm. The big gray one. Yep. That one hasn't got any. I mean, we only caught one steelhead this season, but that thing sure does bring in the carp like they're nothing. It's like hooking the old Dodge to it, huh, Matt? Oh yeah, old Dodge, will, she'll haul anything. Anything? Just about. Wait, haul a Duramax? Yeah, well, that's easy. From Washington to San Diego? Oh, possibly, if need to be. Let's let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm not employing your services. It's going on a trailer already. <laughs> what What's your freight cost? I said, what's your, what's your uh, shipping and handling? Well, I kind of thought about this here, and I don't know whether to go by the hour or by the mile. I go by the mile and then plus snacks. Yes, and, and hotels. But who knows? Oh, yeah. we, we might not need hotels. We'll just keep on trucking. Let's see. Well, that's probably about, what, 800, 600 miles? No, no. More than that. A lot more than that. Because okay. when, I, when I went up to Oregon, that was about 
Well, what was it up to Oregon? Six hundred up to Oregon, it was like six seven hundred miles from here, and it takes about four. What was it about four to five hundred miles to get out of the state going north on five? So, anyways, what? So, uh, let's do the math. Uh, Noah, where are you at? Up in Washington, or uh, I'm in Bremerton, so it's about eight hundred and. 50 miles, almost 900 miles from Petaluma. Okay. So, so I think it's another 600 to get down to uh, San Diego from Petaluma. So do that map. So okay. I just looked it up. I use technology, which we have these days. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's technology? And it's uh, 1,239 miles, roughly an 18-hour drive. Hmm. So you could do that in a day, almost. Oh, jeez, man. How the way of the road? What's that? You still got to drive up there, too. I know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. So... Drive, drive down to San Diego and then drive from San Diego back home. Yeah. So you should, you should also count in that. So really, you're looking at 2,400 miles total. Right. I was going to say double. Mm-hmm. Uh... I, I say a good price would be ten dollars a mile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars a mile? Yeah. It's reasonable. He, basically it's two thousand no, that's too much. <laughs> Double that because he's gotta come back up. Yeah, so it would be twenty four thousand. Twenty four grand. Well, do you want your truck in San Diego or not? He'd buy a new truck down there, so the one he's got. <laughs> It'll get there for twenty four thousand dollars. Why? Why don't you just take the take one of the ships down there? Just you know, uh, take drive, put your truck on one of the ships, and then have it shipped down there. I would have done that, but they canceled that option. Oh, that sucks then. Yeah. Ask them if um, they could deliver a Chinook helicopter for you. Just saying, if they got any going that way, you might as well ask. I'm not too sure my truck would fit in a Chinook helicopter. Yeah, if you go fast enough, anything will fit. Put it in a Globemaster and then have it shipped down there. Uh, you know, I think I'll just teleport it down there. No, 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 no the Globemaster's a great idea. Ask them to put the parachute on it, too. No, 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 it's got to land. It's, they've got a base down there. Where's the full send? Huh, Cooper? Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, full send. It's a Duramax. I mean, okay, 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 so... If you're not full sending it all the time, it's not, you're not driving it right. So, n- no crate, just parachute right there in the water. Drive it right out. Well, not on the water. Hopefully, like... Sandy Beach. You know, in a parking lot or something. Somewhere reasonable where I can pick it up. How about Sandy Beach? Where's that? A sandy beach. A sandy beach. That's oh, a sandy beach. That's that's a majority of the western side of uh, San Diego. Yeah. So, in other words, it would be easier on the on your axles if you do that because it's going to be in park. I'm pretty sure. You know, it's uh, it has more cushion. Softer landing. Well, I did. I did drive on the beach yesterday, so I think it'll make it. 
the one thing I do have to say about sand is that it gets everywhere under in your vehicle. Just make sure to like clean out all your joints and everything. Otherwise, it eats it all up. Found that out on the Dodge front end. I definitely need to do a, uh, do a wash down this week. So Take the air hose in there, too. And just it out. I don't have that kind of luxury. Oh, well. When you're down here, you should do that. Just gonna spray it down. Some, but sand absorbs the moisture. Science. Okay, science. <laughs> yes, because science. You got me beat there. So, are you gonna take Matt's deal of uh, ten dollars a mile or not? Because this is a one-time deal. Um, can you do twenty-five cents a mile? No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> You're really gonna drop down the value of his shipping by that's probably that's at least a hundred thousand percent, I would say, if it's, not more. That's quite a bit. That's significant, Noah. Just think of all the wear and tear on my truck. Wear and tear on his truck, on his back, on his knees, because it is a Dodge. It's uncomfortable. Oh, his no. ear, the it, thing's loud. It's comfortable. It's just loud. But I turn up the radio anyway, so it's all good. It's uncomfortable. If you say it is, then, you know, then up, up here, you know. I see, I see. It's see. like a fishing story, but, you know, you're trucking. Yeah. So, yes, his uh, pain and suffering to haul your truck down to San Diego. Yeah, I'm not doing that for 600 bucks. Screw that. <laughs> 50 cents a mile. Are you even going to be riding with him? That's the other question. No, I'm going to be on a boat. <laughs> Nope, see, not do, not doing it. See, so he's got to go through California by himself in the slow lane. Yeah. How about three bucks a mile? Maybe I'll go with you. And then, um, yeah, then that'll be worth some of my time. So then we charge him $5 a mile extra for me. So that'll be 36000 Business. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you guys fix a better business model for your hauling trucking scheme. How how about three dollars a mile? Um, I'll do I'll do sixty cents a mile. No, I'm out. Sorry. Does that come with a big gulp? Um, as many big gulps as you want. <laughs> That's nice, but I I'll have to refuse that offer. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, I'll have to find I'll have to find someone else. Find some someone off the shipping websites that'll do it. You gotta go on the shipping wars. Yeah, bid low. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, ship my Duramax. Do it. Do it. Well, Burns, is there anything else you want to add to this episode? Uh, no, not really. We just got kind of off topic there, but uh, yeah. Uh, check it. Check us out on Instagram now because we now have an Instagram. Uh, if we didn't mention that last time, we have an Instagram account, uh, Twitter. Uh, both are under uh, Barnside Chats. Um, we also got an email if you want to message us uh, individually uh, about future episodes uh, or about Zach Guido. That's Guido, the lovable Chihuahua of the Bazzardi Ranch household. 
so yes, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and on our Gmail account. Uh, Bob and Burns at gmail.com. That's correct. Um, if you, Just for any suggestions for maybe future episodes, uh, that would be great. Uh, thank you again, Cooper, for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And remember, you can find our podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, MissouriRanch.com, and really anywhere else you get your podcasts. So wherever you're hearing us, if you want to listen to us on a different source, you can go ahead and do that too. Well, remember where you heard it. You heard it from this side of the barn. Adios, everybody. Stay safe, stay sane, and let's try to let's try to act a little bit normal nowadays. How about that?